Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash. Still your go-to UK-based podcast for all things NFL fantasy football. I'm Ash and alongside me, as always, are your favourite Toms. Uh, well, I say your favourite Toms, apart from Brady and Hardy and, and Hanks and Selick and Jones and Holland, Grennan, Walker, DeLong, Wilkinson, Green. Um, but anyway, apart from all of them and in no particular order. Charlie, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be just considered in in your favourite Tom's list uh, alongside Brady and uh, and Hardy. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy to take that, even if I am way down. Oh, no, well, look alike, look alike. I like how you picked those two out, although they were first on that list. But good, glad you're all right, Scully. Welcome, you're all right. Yeah, good, Pam. I'm just happy to be considered alongside you, Tom. To be honest with you, mate. But uh, yeah, Thanks, it's quite an honour. Good, good, good. Um, so, yeah, welcome everyone as well. Um, so, we made it Super Bowl week. We are here and, uh, and we're going to do something a little bit different to start with. So, in part two, we'll have a little bit of a draft where we all draft three players each from uh, from the Super Bowl matchup. But to decide the order of that draft, we've got a little quiz for each other, haven't we? So, we'll see how this goes um, and, and we'll ask... Well, we'll start with what a question each for each other. So I'll ask you first, Scully, my first question for you, if you're ready. I'm ready. Who won the most Super Bowls in the 90s? And for any sort of clarification, that's when the Super Bowl game was played between 1990 and 1999. Cowboys. Cowboys, correct, with Three. Well done. Tick there. Scully, you want to go? So, Thomas. Between 1990 and 1993, the Buffalo Bills went to four Super Bowls in a row, losing all four. But which five-time All-Pro quarterback led them to all four Super Bowls? Uh, this is not fair. I haven't watched the garbage things you two watch <laughs> on, uh, on bloody Netflix Prime. You've got far too much time on your hands. I don't, I, I'm, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of a wild night. I don't know. I don't know. I'm clearly going to be picking last based on this. Ash. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Right, well, time to get your own back then, Charlie. You have a question for me? Right, okay. Mine's a little, I think mine's easier. <laughs> Uh, so, 2009, who has the longest interception in Super Bowl history? And, to complete the answer, who was it against? So, I, I think it's James Harrison? Yep, correct. And, oh, again, this is a guess. Cardinals? Very good, Ash. Very oh. good. I wouldn't expect anything less from a, a man of your caliber. <laughs> oh, got lucky there. But very good. Uh, all right, back round to me. Um, all right. So, um, okay. So, what score? So we're going into the two thousands now. Um, what was the split of winners between AFC and NFC in Super Bowls over the ten? Super Bowls in the 2000s. 
Oh, um, Ravens two thousand. Bronco two Giants, but three Patriots, Steelers six four six four AFC. Oh, seven three AFC. Oh. Great effort. I could I could feel you and Andy you're rattling them off, but yeah, very close but <laughs> on unlucky. Um Scully, yeah, you're up. So I'm gonna to have to pivot because Tom stole my question. But um, 2008, Eli Manning threw a wild pass to who for the helmet catch? OBJ, baby. Ash. I had to go on David Tyree. David Tyree. In 2008. Like before his time for OBG, oh, knocking around. Yeah. I told you I was picking last. Aye, aye, aye. Just, it might work just, out for you. Just bad knowledge. If it's, if it's not Steelers, you don't want to know. It's worse than our GM <laughs> Packers. Exactly. Uh, prior to probably about three years ago, I didn't know anything about American football unless it was Steelers. You're not even watching this weekend. Steelers, Steelers not in it. <laughs> All right, what you got? Right, okay, so uh, I'm going to go for, this is something I didn't know, and I thought it was an interesting fact. So which famous famous jewellers make the Lombardi Trophy? Oh, uh, I'm just going to guess Tiffany. Where, where have you pulled that is from? Is it really? Tiffany & Co, yeah. Wow. Tiffany & Co make the Lombardi Trophy I mean, every year. Oh, so that's, yeah, on the American-ish jeweller. I'd have thought of, but um, I wouldn't have thought it's anything like that. That's an unbelievable shout. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Are you, start, I though? think he's Googling. I think he's Googling. You, he's you can be. hear when I type. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. So um, I am in the lead so far, but another question to go. Uh, right, Scully, back to you. So which is the only Super Bowl to go to overtime? I'll give you a clue. It's it's very modern era, um, and whether it's teams or a year, I'll accept any. It's Patriots, Eagles. It's not Charlie. The Patriots Falcons. It was yeah, Patriots Falcons, two thousand seventeen. That was it. Twenty eight three. They were down. Um, yeah, go back to 28-28. Yeah, crazy comeback. Happens. Yeah, so the only one. Only one in Super Bowl history. Uh, Scully, you're up. So, Super Bowl 49 between the Patriots and the Seahawks. With seconds left on the clock, Pete Carroll famously decided to throw the ball instead of handing it to Marshawn Lynch. But who did Russell Wilson throw the pick in the end zone to? Is this for me? Yeah. Oh, I literally watched footage of this video a couple of days ago. Um, 
It's everything about else is about. It's always about. It's about Wilson, isn't it? Or it's about Marshawn Lynch. Lynch, really. Yeah. It's... Well, the the video was Marshawn Lynch moaning about the yeah. fact that um, he wasn't handed the ball. Uh, but Butler. I was going to say Google's got to work faster than that, pal. Come on. <laughs> It was Butler, Malcolm Butler, yeah. Well done, well done. One 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 question right. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a slight tie break there. Um right, you're up. This last one for me. Okay, so three uh, there's four teams that have never played in the Super Bowl. Um, why, so not wins. Why, why never do you have, even why got do you have to go here? Why? <laughs> It's just so, Mate, yeah. such an underhand dig. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, there's already an obvious answer for one of them, uh, but there's four teams who have never even played in the Super Bowl. So can you name three of them? Okay, so Browns, obviously. Um, I'd probably have to go... Lions. Yep, that's two. And Jags. Yep, Scully, can you go for the other? Texans? Yeah, all four. Oh, I didn't even think of Texans, but very good. Very good. Um, Okay, so I'll, I'll take the first pick. But you two tied on one each, so I've got a tie break for you. Um, okay, so when the Broncos won uh, the Super Bowls in 98 and 99 under Mike Shanahan, so Shanahan Sr., uh, he had uh, Ed McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey's dad on the roster, who was a receiver. Now, how many receptions did Ed McCaffrey make It combined in those two Super Bowls? Eight. Charlie, you're going higher or lower? Uh, I shouldn't have gone first, should I? If it, you never, told, yeah. you never specified it was higher or lower. <laughs> Done the old, write uh, it down. One, two, three. <laughs> I'll go higher. Higher. Than, I'll go nine. Higher than eight. Uh, no, in fact, it was seven. You're joking. No, he had two in the first game for 45 yards against the Packers and five in the second game for 72 yards, and that was against the Falcons. So, um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, a fair bit's been said about uh, those relationships, what with Shanahan and McCaffrey's, but um, I, I didn't think he had quite an important part to play in those Super Bowls. But um, no, no touchdowns, but some receptions. So, um, very good, very good. Let us know on Twitter. Um, send us a message. Uh, let us know how you got on if you played along. Uh, to those quiz questions as well. But we'll come back and, uh, and we'll do the draft after this. Okay, so let's go straight in. Um, so with the first pick of, uh, of the Super Bowl draft, um, I'm going to pick the, the only man it can be, the one who was number one in our draft all season, high scorer. Uh, it's got to be Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, the game's centred around him. I think if there's 
one thing that's nailed on for this Super Bowl. It's a Christian McCaffrey touchdown. His over and unders are always about 120 scrimmage yards, something like that. So, I mean, I guess he's the main man to to stop uh, on the 49ers roster, but but still, he's the most consistent, I think, as well. So, first pick, I'm going to pick McCaffrey. Scully, who picking with your first pick? Go Travis Kels. I don't think there's anybody anybody else that I can I can go with. Really, I think he's. Uh... He turns up in the big games. He's going to have another big game, especially he's the is the main man outside of Mahomes for uh, for the Chiefs. Yeah, he's having a monster monster playoff running, and uh, well, he's all over the news and, and everywhere else. Although not at the Grammys, though. Uh, yeah, so good on him putting the Chiefs first. Charlie, who you picking? I was thinking I might get Kelsey. I thought Scully might go for a quarterback, so. Uh... I'm going to I'm going to go for a quarterback myself and I'm going to take uh, Big Pat. I've uh, I've been talking about this recently um that although I didn't think the Chiefs were going to get there now they are there and obviously the the records that Brady's set in terms of Super Bowl wins and stuff like that the the, the only man that's anywhere near sort of got a possibility of catching him at the minute is Mahomes so I'm I'm all in for for Pat Mahomes and uh, yeah I hope he has a, a great game and, uh, and the Chiefs come away with a win. Yeah, and I, well, I'm going to have to pick a Chiefs play. I was hoping it would be one of those two that had, that had fallen to me here. But um, I guess there's still a few very good 49ers players still out there. But um, but I'm going to go with Pacheco. Uh, I'm not sure how this game's going to go, but I think he's been phenomenal. He was brilliant the back end of last season and all this season has been clearly their number one running back. And it's just the Chiefs have just pivoted a little bit, haven't they, to going from Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, that, that they are more of a running team. So I think if they do get that lead, they're just going to lean heavily on him. So I'm picking Pacheco. Scully with the fifth pick. So Pacheco would have probably been my pick uh, next as well. But uh, I'm going to take another tight end and uh, probably the best tight end in, in the league if you ask Travis Kelsey. So uh, George Kittle. Yeah, good shout. He's another consistent one, isn't he? The, 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 some other weapons that dip in and out or whatever the defence shows them, but Kittle's a big one for sure. Charlie, pick number six. Uh, and we haven't really discussed what sort of lineup we were having, so I'm going to double down and go for another quarterback, take Brock Purdy. My man who I uh, am not big on, but I'm going to block you two from getting a quarterback and go for the big scorers. Third pick over out of us both. I'm taking Brock. Wow, yeah, well, there's this unofficial fantasy draft for one game only. Uh, there's a good chance that he can score. Well, and based on last week, he can run around a lot as well, so who knows? Four points for passing touchdown, though, so he's, he's changed the rules <laughs> for this game. <laughs> I've not got a quarterback. There's one point for a passing touchdown. <laughs> although, although he didn't change it for our league mid-season, he's now changing the rules for this this one-week only game. I do. I've got, I've got two running backs, so yeah, they're 10 points for a rushing touchdown. So uh, looking pretty, pretty good there. Uh, all right, who am I going for next? Which one is it? Uh, well, let's go after that unbelievable catch last week. It's got to be Brandon Ayuk. Uh, I think him and Debo are, are up there. For the 49ers, Ayuk's probably more of a out-and-out wide receiver. I guess the downside is he's probably going up against Snead, who's, who's, who's shown himself as one of the best cornerbacks, if not the best cornerback in the league 
with some of the massive plays he's made these these last couple of weeks. But um, but yeah, Brandon Ayuk for me as my third and final pick. Scully, pick number eight. Probably have to go with the other one then. So I'm going to have to go Debo. Um, which between Debo and and probably Rashi Rice, but I'll um, I'll go Debo, third final pick. Good shout, Charlie. Your last one. Yeah, I'm taking the one Scully wasn't having. It was between the two, so uh, I'll I'll take Rashi Rice. I, I obviously picked him up uh, on waivers this year and traded him away for a bit of running back capital, which never came to fruition. So I'm hoping he doesn't hold the trade away against me and and uh, picks me the win. I'm surprised you didn't go for a kicker, pal. <laughs> <laughs> the most pointless, the most pointless position in fantasy. Yeah. You watch it now. Watch it now when uh, I don't know who is it. Moody, Moody goes and, goes and kicks fifteen points, something like that. Um, but okay, so so there are lineups. So we'll stick them on Twitter and we'll see how they get on on Sunday. Um, but what about the game itself then, Scully? How do you see it going? Tough, tough to call. I mean, Forty Niners should win. They're they're the best team on paper. Um, probably the most com- complete team on on paper, but I just I just think the I just think the Chiefs are, have got that bit more experience. They've they've come they've come good at the right time. It seems that they've they've saved themselves for the postseason, and they've just um, they've just been performing in in the postseason. Uh, and I think that is is what's going to get them over the line. I think they've um, they're going coming in as underdogs. That's going to give them that extra bit of motivation. You've seen stuff in the media about Mahomes um, wanting to play that part of a villain if if that's what what he's going to be made out to be. And um, he's he's just possibly the, one of the greatest American football players that we've that we've ever seen. Um, He's 28. He's gone to what is this? His fourth Super Bowl. Uh, this will, if he, he's already won two of them, and the one that he didn't win, he it was unbelievable. Um, and he had a broken toe or whatever he did. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just think Patrick Mahomes is that X factor, and is going to be that that deciding factor in this game, no matter how good the uh, the 49ers are. They have just been a little bit underwhelming in the in the playoffs, and um, it's kind of it's kind of swung. Forty nine is a bit underwhelming. Chiefs just taking taking their games to new heights. Wrong they, they're going to do it. They're going to get it done. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to agree. Uh, I think uh, I think Forty Nine is that inexperienced. Not only on Sunday, but I think this week they're already moaning and rumbling about the training facilities, aren't they, with the, the field? I guess there's a lot of those players on the roster that have, that were there four years ago, was it, I think, that they were in the Super Bowl. But there's there's a few new ones as well. So Ayuk, Purdy, McCaffrey. It's, it's all this build-up in it where it's the press conferences, all the needing to get 25 tickets. It's all, it's all this build-up that's new to the 49ers. I guess Shanahan, as we've touched on, he's, he's experienced now and I'm sure his dad will be giving him all that experience that he's had. But Andy Reid's 
been there a few times before. And and I think when it comes down to it, the 49ers will be well up for it. Still got that chip on the shoulder for how it finished last season. But the Chiefs almost don't really need that. They can just stay calm, stay level-headed and just find a way to see it through. Whether it is simply finding a way to, I don't know, convert on fourth down maybe. I think Mahomes and Kelsey can always do that if they, if they want to. Uh, and they'll just find a way to keep the drives alive and then just score points as and when they need to as well. So, yeah, you're right. I think Chiefs are, at the minute, what, one-point underdogs maybe, which, I think again, are very close, it's predicted. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm picking Chiefs too. I think that's probably with head and heart. Charlie, clean sweep for the Chiefs? Uh, yeah, but I think it's going to be... To say we've got two absolutely electric offences... Uh, or historically, the Chiefs have been absolutely electric on offense. The uh, 49ers this year have the potential to be electric on offense with McCaffrey, with Ayuk and uh, Debo, Kittle, play, players that are just absolutely phenomenal. But I think it's going to be the tailored the defenses for both. Uh, and I, I don't think it's going to be a, a big scoring game. I think the over-under at the minute... Um, looking at the betting sites over here anyway, is over under 47.5. And I'm going to go for a prediction of 47 points. Uh, I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's, it's, like I say, going to come down to the defensive plays. But I'm going to go for a 24-23 Kansas City win. Um, Very close game. I think it'll come down to... Like Scully said, Mahomes' experience, he's been there. Is it five of the four of the five last seasons? Um, he's been been there. So it just it, it, that's an insane stat that he's, he's been in four of the last five Super Bowls. Uh, I know he, he lost one. Uh, so yeah, it, it's I just think his experience will come through. And the fact that Brock Purdy's been so up and down, uh, I think the Kansas City defense has kept him in it all year. When it's been a bit of a, an off year, really, for like I said, for for the offense, Pat Mahomes has not been his usual self. But look at what they've done postseason; they, they've absolutely uh, hit the ground running this postseason. So I think that's going to continue, and I, I think they're just going to be too strong. That uh, that experience, this big build-up of the week, they, they were there last year, they've, they've gone through it, they know what to expect. And I think in professional sports, that little edge, that experience, being there, done it, that just, I think that's going to get them over the line. And I think you touched on it as well with, with Brock Purdy. I didn't mention it at all when, when I was talking earlier, but he needs to play for 60 minutes. He can't play for 30 minutes like he has for... The last couple of games, uh, this is not a side that you can you can just get 17 points behind at the half and and think you're going to come back from because these are not going to let you. So um, it, Brock Purdy needs to to perform to a high level for the full game for them to have any chance. Yeah, and I, and I, I think he will do. I think from the signs, but but like you say, 60 minutes. Yeah, not not too sure about that one. Um, but I guess that the, the the script is written. If that's the case, that it's what three 
three chief predictions um, that Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey will be there right at the end under the ticker tape. They'll be the headlines. They'll be the photos for years to come, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, looks like a great, great matchup. And, and I know that we're all watching it, albeit separately on Sunday, but I'm sure we'll be speaking throughout. Um, so there's only one way to finish it, really, isn't they? Usher's doing a halftime show. So the big question is, which song are you most looking forward to him performing? Scully? Don't, don't you don't pop, have pop. to put a pause in there as if like you're not sure about which Usher songs there are or or not really. Pop your collar. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it old school. Surely it's got to be more pop your collar than 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 a burn or something like that. Charlie, I remember back in the day, Confessions, what a banger. Oh mate, that's it. Like for for me, it's all about yeah. It's got to be like that that for me is is like our soundtrack obviously me and you were both were on a cricket tour 2004 when that was released and i bought the album in the airport traveling there we got an old sony walkman C- cd player uh passing that round we've got it blaring out on the coach so for me just the nostalgia i'm going for yeah and, and i'm hoping uh everybody on that track turns up as well yeah, well, maybe that's another prediction that, yeah, we're, uh, you might start off with a few slow ones and then uh, and before you know it, it will be the dance ones that he's been uh, then bringing out for the last 10 years. And that's that. Here we are, second weekend in February. Uh, let us know when you give us a rating who you think will win this weekend. And despite our clear tendencies, I can imagine it will be extremely split. Thanks for listening. And join us next week where we'll be getting caught up on the new world champs. See you then.